Good morning to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of our soul. I want to welcome you to my daily podcast this morning. My name is Gabriel Adebayo, and thank you for listening and thank you for sharing as well. Well, yesterday I was telling you um, that if you pray, you must believe. You must believe that you'll receive it. No doubt, no second guessing. Because it, it's funny how we walk into a restaurant and we believe we will get what we want in the restaurant. It is funny how we just walk into the airport and we believe that there is there's an aircraft there waiting for us. And, and but, but when we come to the creator of heaven and earth, we kind of looking back and say, I don't know if you will get, get me this. I have learned the older I get that nothing is too big for you. As a matter of fact, you have to do something big for God to get to know that God is in everything that is both big and small. God cannot be confined in a place. So I want to talk to you today about doubt, how powerful doubt is. Doubt is so powerful. So you have to find a way to eliminate doubt in your life or in your prayer life. Doubt is an experience common to all people. I have never met anyone that is not doubtful of something. Even those with faith in God struggle with doubt on occasion and say with the man, like the man in the Gospel of Mark chapter 9 who says, I do believe, but I want you to help my unbelief. I want to overcome my unbelief. I, there's something wrong with me. That man in Gospel of chapter, Gospel of Mark chapter 9 is a typical example. He said, I want to believe, but, but I want you to help me overcome my unbelief. Because something inside of me is still going against my belief. Don't we all have that? Oh yeah, we do. We believe that we can't do something until we start it. Oh yeah, we doubt ourselves sometimes even. Needless to say, doubting God who created heaven and who knows how you are going to end. Who can easily tell you tomorrow you are going to run into money. It is only God. No, no one knows it better. No one can tell what's coming up. That's why, that's why the prophet said, um, that the Lord God asked Prophet Ezekiel uh, when he took him to the, the, the dry bone um, um, ground and he says, can this bone leave? He looked at God, he said, God, it is only you that know. I, I don't know. Which means it is only him that knows all things. And he said in the book of Jeremiah that I, I know the plan that I have for you. Can you tell what will come to you, what come after you tomorrow? You, you will not be able to tell and neither would I be able to tell. Except if it pleases God to give you a little um, 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 insight of that. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's all that that, that we that we see about it. So the man in the Gospel of Luke chapter nine says, "I believe, but I want you to help my unbelief." In that verse twenty-four of that, some people are hindered greatly by doubt. They are. Some see it as a springboard to life, and others see it as an obstacle, obstacle too to be overcome. But rather, the Bible has something greater to say about doubt and provide example of people who struggle with it. Maybe you are one of them. Maybe now you will know that it will be of it will make no sense for you to keep doubting. Classical humanism says that doubt, while uncomfortable, is absolutely essential to life for life. Classical humanism says that doubt, while uncomfortable, is absolutely essential to life. If you will be a real seeker after truth, 
it is necessary that at least once in your life you doubt as far as possible all things so if you are the type that is seeking for truth always have it at the back of your mind there is always going to be a moment that you will have a doubt in your, in your life a doubt of wife a doubt of children a doubt of you a doubt of friends <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is similar to what the founder of buddhism said the founder of buddhism said doubt doubt everything find your own light if we take the advice we will have to doubt what they say which seems rather contradictory i don't know why someone will say that but that was what the founder of buddhism said that we should doubt everything and find ourselves i consider this as contradictory instead of taking the advice of the of the skeptics and false teachers we will see what the bible has to say to this a working definition of doubt is to lack confidence to consider unlikely a working definition of doubt is to lack confidence to consider unlikely. The very first expression of doubt in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 3. When Satan tempted Eve, God had given a clear command regarding the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and had specified the consequence of disobedience. But what did Satan do? Satan introduced doubt into the Eve's mind when he asked, Did God actually say you shall? not eat any of the garden in the, uh, any of the tree in the garden he wanted her to lack confidence in god's command when she affirms god's command including the consequences satan replied with a denial which is the strongest statement of doubt you will naturally die mm. i need you to consider that i need you to think of that you should surely not die but was that true of course that's not true because the Lord God said if they do eat that they will die but the kind of death they're expecting is is literally death not, not only that you can die um, in all areas financially relationshiply anything around you can just begin to wither away and die doubt is a tool of Satan to make us lack confidence in God's word and consider his judgment unlikely let's come back to the ground let's just sit on the table together let's with Let's just ask ourselves, what do we gain in doubt? What do we think? What do we think we gain in doubt? Of course, we cannot lay blame on Satan, that Satan is the cause of this, Satan is the cause of that. The Bible clearly holds us accountable for our own doubt. When Zachariah was visited by the angel of the Lord and told that he will have a son, remember in the book of uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 11 to 17, Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, he doubted the word of God, and he logically assumed that he and his wife were too old to have children. And in response to his doubt, the angel said he would be mute until the day God's promise was fulfilled, which later happened to him in, in verse 18 to 20 of the Gospel of Luke chapter 1. Zechariah doubted God's ability to overcome natural obstacles. Is that possible? Why would you doubt God's ability to overcome natural obstacles? when all are in the power of god you know the reason why you are not moving further in your spiritual life in your in your moral life you know all part of your life is because of your doubt you are constantly doubting you're doubting everything even when you see truth you still doubt it many people today share the same doubt at any time we allow human reason to overshadow faith in god 
we allow what the internet says to overcome what to overshadow what God says. <laughs> Preaching God is essential, ladies and gentlemen. Seeing doubt is the result, no matter how logical our reason may seem, no matter how logical it may look like. God has made foolish the wisdom of the world, and his seemingly foolish plans are far wiser than man's plan. Faith is trusting God even when his plan goes against human reason or experience. Contrary to the humanistic view that doubt is essential to life, the Bible says that doubt is a destroyer of life. If you go back into the Bible, you will find that out in the book of James, chapter chapter 1, from verses 5 to 8. It tells us that when we ask God for wisdom, we, we, we are to ask in faith without doubt. If we doubt God's ability to respond to our request, what would be the point of asking in the first place? God says that if we doubt what we ask, we will not receive anything from Him because we are unstable mind, minded. So he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. The book that James says in James 1 verse 6. The remedy for doubt is faith. And faith comes by hearing the word of God. That's in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17. God gave us the Bible as a testimony of his works in the past and what is going to come in the future. So we will have a reason to trust him in the present. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracle of long ago. Psalm 77 verse 11. In order for us to have faith in God, ladies and gentlemen, we must study to know what he has said once. We have an understanding of what God has done in the past, what he's planning to do, and what he will do. What he has promised us for the present, and what we can expect from him in the future. Like he says in the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I know the plan that I have for you. I know the plan that I have for you. Meaning I got something for you that you don't even know. We are able to act in faith instead of doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, the most famous doubter in the Bible was Thomas. Of course we know that. We call him Doubting Thomas, but the Bible never called him Doubting Thomas. Can you imagine you putting Doubting before your name? And you put you put you, you say Doubting Gabriel. How how ridiculous does that sound? But that's what many of us should be fearing because we are great. We we we're, we're stronger in our doubt. Thomas, who declared that he will not believe that he, that the Lord Jesus was resurrected until and unless he could see and touch him, and touch Jesus himself. Remember in the Gospel of John, chapter twenty, verses twenty-five to twenty-nine. When he later saw Jesus and believed, he received and gentle. He's, he refused the gentle rebuke that Jesus Jesus Christ gave him. Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed, says Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, are you a doubter? Are you truly a doubter? Do you, do you doubt even yourself? It's not a good way to live. Believe and you will have peace of mind. There is nothing that destroys one's progress like doubt. Like doubt. This is where I'm going to stop today. I'm going to continue this tomorrow with you. May the Lord God bless you and keep you. And you have a good Sunday. And remember, God is watching over you. Believe that God will do what He says He will do. And believe when you ask. God bless you. And have a pleasant day.